your favorite fat boys. What's up, world? It's your favorite fat boy, Jerron. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. your very next president, a.k.a. Oh, the cops already assassinated me. <laughs> and uh, welcome to episode, what is this, episode 35 now? 35. Episode 35 of the podcast, Fred Fat Boys podcast. We're going to keep doing the count every time we do a new episode? I mean, I'm impressed with us and in the, in the, in us having that, you know, 35 episodes, so... You didn't think we would make it. I never said we would or we wouldn't. You're right. I'm sorry, but I need to put that bad voodoo on you. Did bad juju on you? Thank you. I take it back. But um, no, I mean, I think it's a, it's a small, it's a small milestone. Not that we had episode 35, but just the fact that we've been going over for over a year now and just being consistent. So right. I, I look at that as as a mount. I would say I guess I'm a small milestone. So I'm happy. You happy? I'm never happy. Are you content with us, you know, hitting 35? Sure. Okay, I go with that. <laughs> so, as you can see, we still using the plexiglass here. We should not love you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> that sends the wrong message. <laughs> oh, we never put your hand on love you in prison. Today. So, you know, stuff on here, we just made a, a trip to Georgia. We don't know why you did that. Only for a day. But, you know, things be crazy. So, as always, we take all the precautions necessary. Got our mask. Got plastic glass, got hand sanitizer, which I left in the car. And, you know, I bleached down all of the equipment before we partake in these episodes. And I washed my hands and I washed my ass. So all of the safety measures are being followed. <laughs> Last episode, we had our very first guest, Marvin by Nature. Um, his Instagram name is Do It Marvin. And, you know, we had him on here. We talked about him working as a as an actor and in Atlanta and also, you know, making music as well and how Atlanta has influenced his sound and we look forward to uh, to do as you know with his music career and I want to thank Marvin again for coming I really do appreciate it him being on and I had a lot of fun doing that so I'm going to bring on have more people that are doing something that I find interesting and I want to have a conversation as to what you know they are doing and how they go about it so we have another guest coming on um, in September sometime soon so look out for that. That should be a good one as well. Stefan, what you think about the interview? Or well, I guess, period. It was long. <laughs> it took a lot of effort to edit it down into a nice compact version that people would want to sit and watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, the whole hour and 15 minutes was interesting, but it was an hour and 15 minutes. True. We, 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 not, we not at hour 15, <laughs> you know, we don't have hour 15 audience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So we try to make these episodes, especially when it's me and Stefan, between like what thirty and thirty-five. Yeah, thirty to thirty-five. So minutes. I, we would, I, we were thinking with a guest, probably like forty-five, maybe fifty at best. So it depends on what we're talking about that you know will allow that conversation to you know to carry on like that. So you, did you have any, you have any feedback for me? Like, was I was I a good interviewer, interviewing person? What's what's the what's the term for that? Interviewer. Interviewer. There you go. Was I a good interviewer? 
perfectly fine. The questions were, you know, delineated ahead of time. So people had an opportunity to study them and mm-hmm. come up with some interesting things to say. Like I said, it wasn't boring, but it was definitely long. One for me. And, you know, just a, a note <clears throat> to that. Got to know how to move along. But that's what you're here for. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, setting, I mean, I'm setting them up. You know, I need you to help me out with the moving along part. So. Speaking of moving along. There we go. <laughs> Let's see what's on the docket today. Some sad news over the weekend has occurred. Chadwick Boseman, uh, the actor who played uh, most most known for playing Black Black Panther, passed away uh, Friday night. Colon cancer. Yeah, colon. He was battling colon cancer for the past four years since, 20, since he was diagnosed in 2016. Apparently, anybody he's worked with in the last few years didn't know he was battling cancer, didn't know he was sick. He, he was just a... He would go to work and do his job, and, and I guess whenever he had treatment, he did his treatment. But nobody knew about it, and it was a shock to a lot of people. Definitely shot. I, I heard the news. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Uh, you know, I, I sent my my condolences to his family and friends. This is it was very very sad. And what you, you think about stuff and how it, how it hit you? We weren't very well acquainted. Well, we know I wasn't playing with him either, <laughs> so it didn't really hit me hard. I did wonder what they would do with Black Panther 2, but you know what? That's just a bit of selfishness on my part from enjoying the first movie. Well, well no, I mean, I feel you on that because I was thinking the same thing. Like, what are you going to do with the, the the sequel to the movie? But it doesn't come out to what, 2022? Right. So they have a lot of time to fill that role. And I was reading on the, on the Twitterverse, some people were saying that they shouldn't re- recast that role. Other people were saying, you know, go ahead and recast the role. It's kind of the same as you know james bond batman you know well, the only sense. difference is is that you know i don't want to go too deep in the weeds with <clears> this is but marvel has created a continuity with their characters so them recasting might not work but then again they did it with <clears throat> james Rhodes and iron man yeah i mean i, I mean I, you recast you recast the role so i mean it's, the history is already there so we'll see what happens but it you know is his untimely death was definitely a shot to a lot of people. So, you know, we we, we lost a, a it seemed like a, a, a true superhero over the weekend. So, <sighs> very sad. And then also, with that being said, uh, there was another another police shooting that happened earlier that week with uh, Jacob Blake. You seen that video, right? Yeah, I've seen the video. So, in that video of Jacob Blake being shot, he was. Well, you don't see in that video, but he was breaking up was breaking up a fight between two women. He is when the police arrive, he's walking away from the fight, going back to his car or his truck, rather, going back to his truck. The police officers are following him. You don't know what they're saying because there's no audio to that. Uh, but he going to his truck, and when he got to his truck, they say he's reaching for a knife or something of some sorts, and they the cops just unloaded seven shots in his back. Yeah, he was grabbing at his shirt trying to pull him out the car, and then he just started shooting at him. And he needed to shoot him seven times. Yeah, that, that's... I, I, and this I, was I, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I feel like you, you become... You kind of become numb to these shootings to, to a certain extent. Like, nothing surprises me anymore. Like, the fact that his man was breaking up a fight, and he got shot. And then I seen reports that he to say that he was he was committing some crime himself 
Well, he, he got called for like some kind of. No, no. Apparently, he had some warrants for like failure to appear. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was part of the reason why he didn't want to be arrested by cops. Okay. But based off of the eyewitness and the person who took the video, they heard the police officer say, "Drop the knife," mm-hmm. and he at one point he was tased. Okay. And so he was going back to his car, and they assumed that he was going to get a gun. Now, many people who watch this video, you, you'll see plenty of people who will say, well, he should have followed police orders. But the last time I checked, and maybe you could try this as well, if you're a teenager, you tell your, your son or daughter to do something and they don't, shoot him in the back seven times and see how that pans out. Because the last time I checked, not complying with police orders was not an order of execution. Exactly. He had the, he had his three sons in the car as well in the yeah. truck. I'm I'm just I'm just thinking that that had to be the most frightening thing a child had you know could have seen their father getting shot several times you know the sound the impact you know whatever else comes with that that had to be terrifying. For I mean, it's with the same situation like with Philando Castile when a police mm-hmm. officer feels like their life being threatened they don't care about anybody else that's around the vicinity the trauma that they're going to be experiencing for the rest of their life after having to witness that right because just because them being scared them risking you know being terrified of their life. Justifies everything. And the one thing I know, if Jacob Blake, police officers felt that he was a threat, there were three officers there. Mm-hmm. You're telling me three officers couldn't bring this man down if they felt that he was this big of a threat. They decided that seven shots, lethal force, was the necessary step to stop whatever it was they perceived him to be doing. But the fact of the matter is they had three officers. I would assume they were capable, but seeing as how it ended up, they probably weren't very capable. No, they, 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 I, it's like you don't have, it's like you can't have, you seem like you don't have, I don't say you, but it just goes to show you that the reason we don't have any faith in the police is because we see videos like this. And we, if we don't see them using their best judgment, it's just, oh, I'm going to shoot and use lethal force because that's all I know. <clears throat> I mean, when all you have is a hammer, everything becomes a nail. And he is—he didn't die, thank goodness. But he—he—he he, um, he is paralyzed from the waist down. Yeah, doctors don't know if it's going to be permanent or not. But right. at this present point in time, he is paralyzed from the waist down. He was—he I mean, was handcuffed to his bed too, and I think they finally have him unhandcuffed after a while, and, they, and the charges were. I mean, it's not like he was going to run away. Nah, that's not even a joke. Like that's, but that's it is the God on the street. So, but they um, they did take the handcuffs off of him. And they did like I think they believe they dropped those charges that they were probably going to file against him. Yeah, and with the current climate, this shooting has sparked protests and riots, as per the norm. Yeah, for these things that are constantly occurring. Yeah, they they burned down a building up there. I forgot. Well, I forgot it was like maybe a corrections building or something. Yeah. And also, with the riots that occurred, another incident directly after the the Jacob Blake shooting occurred, which was... Uh, this was named Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17-year-old who shot two people. And shot three people. Died, yeah, shot three people, killed two. Yeah, two died. And at the, at the Kenosha protest. And he would walk around with a, a AR-15... And he was signaling or using hand signals with the police, and the police did nothing. They didn't stop him. Fun fact, his mother drove him, I believe, from Illinois to Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was protest. part of a militia that went up there to protect people's property from the rioters. So his parents agreed with his line of logic and they got into a car, took him from the state that he lived in to another state so that he could protect other people's property that wasn't his. And they the stupidest thing. So that sounds like well, that's, and then the fact that he, fact that he, he shot and killed two people, he shot three people. That sounds like it's almost premeditated murder. Now, I mean, based off the video, some people would, you know, his his defense is claiming that it was self-defense and you can look at it like it was self-defense. But the fact of the matter is, is why was he even there? Yeah, he really had no business being there. Said he was seriously a person that had been radicalized that, you know, I got to stop these people from destroying this city. So he took his 17-year-old self, one, shouldn't have had the weapon at a, as a 17-year-old, crossed state lines, two, should have never been able to cross state lines with said weapon, both things illegal, right. so that he could defend property that he had absolutely nothing to do with. And in his mind, this felt like a good idea. And not only did he feel like this was a good idea, his parents were okay with it as well. So this has to tell you about the mindset of the all of the people involved in the situation. Yeah, it's very sick. And now we have two people dead and another person seriously injured. Yeah, I I, I seen one of the names and I can't think of the thing over the top of my head. But apparently, one of the, one of the people that, that he that he killed, he they were trying to stop. He was they were, he was trying to stop him from you know committing a, you know more shootings. Yeah, yeah, because <clears throat> you have a situation where somebody's shooting and crowd rushed him, mm-hmm. and so. And this, and I'll be, I'll be, I'll be perfectly, I'll be blatantly honest with you and in our audience. This is why I do not want to protest because I, I, I am terrified of something like this happening. You know, and, and I'm pretty sure there are people that feel the same. Like, you know, you want to go and protest, you want to do your part and everything like that. And there are a lot of people, a lot of people want to peacefully protest, but then you have a fool like this who shows up with an automatic weapon and wants to either shoot in the crowd or, or shoot somebody for some other reason. And this is this is what could happen, and it doesn't it doesn't have to be like this? And the fact that he was like he's coming from another state to protect, you know, property, is like, bro, stay your ass home. This has nothing to do with you. This is not your fight. This is nothing. It's just none of your business to be here. Why? I mean, he felt like it was his fight. It was his duty as a person who owned a weapon, as a person who believed in his country and protecting his country to go to the state and stop these thugs and these rioters from destroying the America that we have created. Well, they locked his ass up and he's been charged with murder. So I hope he gets the book thrown to him. Like I said, at this point in time, his defense are claiming self-defense in his act of shooting the three victims, but we'll see how that pans out. I mean, we we, we wait for a lot of these a lot of these uh, convictions to pan out. Since we since we talk about convictions, let's run down uh, George Floyd. So the officer that killed George Floyd with his knee in his neck, he's still held captive, right? He's still yeah. he's still held in jail. So he hasn't been released, thank goodness. But the other officers involved, they've been uh, they've been released on bond. Yeah. And there's a video floating around of one of the officers. I think he was in, I want to say Costco's maybe. And somebody recognized him. And they were like, like, it's like I can't believe you're out here and about shopping and things like that. And what she approached him was, 
is it really you? Is it is it are you really him? And she he's like, yeah. And she's like, how could you be out here? How can you be out here out and about? You killed you know killed that man. And he's kind of just like, look, I just want to get myself and get out of here. You know, it it was just it was just you know it was, I don't say it's weird to see a cop who was accused of murder seen doing normal things in a sense, but they got they got they got you know they're gonna do they, they're people too, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean it's not even an unfortunate thing. That's just the nature of it. That regardless of how the court of public opinion might view them mm-hmm. or how you view them yourself, they are still people. Right. So they, they still have needs that need to be fulfilled. Exactly. So let's see, even the people convicted in the Ahmad Aubrey case. Now, I don't know if they were convicted. They've been no, charged. No, but, they, they, yeah, been but they charged. have not been convicted. But they, 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 they're still being held. So yeah. They're not released on bonds. Yeah. This, this is just kind of going, we just going over like, they still, those who are locked up and not locked up still. So they're still uh, locked up. And then the guy who recorded everything, they've uh, put charges, they pressed charges on him. Yes. So cause I, I've always thought he was, he was in, you know, he got kind of too quickly, you know, and they were kind of like, oh, no, he didn't have anything to do with it. But they looked at his, uh, they looked at his role in that. Right. He, he had a bigger role than what he said he did. Right. And let's see, of course, Breonna Taylor, out of three officers, they fired one, one officer. But they haven't brought any charges to, to those three officers since. And the fact of the matter is, I don't see them doing it. And I don't see them facing any kind of jail time for it. Because if you look at the entirety of the situation, one, mm-hmm. they had a warrant that was signed off by a judge, right. which which was a no-knock warrant. So they don't have to announce themselves to enter the home. Two, they were fired upon and they fired back. Right. So that fire, so them shooting would be justified in the court of law. So I don't see anything happening to them just because everything the way it occurred was fucked up, but was on the books. Yeah. Now, granted, how they wrote the report afterwards, definitely super fucked up. But if you look at the situation, the warrant that they had was a good warrant. It was signed off by a judge which gave them the right to just bust into a home. And when they, they were fired upon and they fired back. So all of that would be seen as justified. So I don't see anything happening now, even though it's fucked up. Very fucked up. And we point, and we point out that this before when, it, when not when it first happened, but when it was gaining uh, national attention, if they were to convict the officers, then they would have to go down. The yeah, go the through whole, the entire chain, the whole entire chain of the just assigned off and, the police commissioner and so on and so forth and you know the chain of command and I, it doesn't and that this happened in what Kentucky Louisville Kentucky yeah. you you gonna you gonna have a lot of it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of blood on somebody's hands on a lot of people's hands because of this and you have to get rid of so many people and they're not gonna do it the DA has a he's in the DA for that state is a black guy he's gotten married he'll you know he celebrated his engagement something like that I think he celebrated his engagement. He's been. He still spoke at the, at the RNC. Nothing about bringing him to justice. He didn't say too much about it, really. Oh, of course not. So, unfortunately, this this black man who they voted for in that role doesn't seem like he's going to carry anything out. And not to say that because he's black, he should do, you know, Breonna Taylor a favor in a sense. I mean, but he's a very outspoken Republican, mm-hmm. so that kind of leans towards not doing anything mm-hmm. to police officers. So 
But again, even if this were to go to trial, I could see based off of all of the evidence present that they wouldn't be convicted of anything. Again, I, and I, and I, and I agree with you. I feel like because it's been like almost 180 days or something like that. Of the, you know, they not bringing that, bringing these officers to to justice or bringing the charges, bringing the charges. So, because the, the the best, the saddest thing about it is that her name is going, her her name is going, you know, just go be gone with the wind in a sense, and she'll just be another another case, another person that got caught by, you know. By the system, in a sense. And then there's uh, Breonna Taylor, Mount Aubrey, George Floyd. Oh, uh, Rashad Brooks. Uh, are you familiar with that one? No, I'm not familiar with so that. So Rashad Brooks, you Google it, because I don't make sure you know, I got my facts all right here. <clears throat> he was killed by officers in Atlanta, Georgia, at uh, at a Wendy's. Oh, okay, yeah, I do uh, recall that situation. So, you know, he was sleeping in his car, the... The, one of the cashiers that when he's called the police, I guess they believe he might have been drunk or something like that. And the cops came. They were asking him a couple of questions. I don't know if this a, a sobriety test or not. But everything was kind of going smooth until they wanted, to, or they wanted to handcuff him and then all hell broke loose. I think they tased him. And that didn't work. And then they, they ended up shooting him and they ended up killing him. And the officer did, 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 did shot shoot him. He was fired. But I don't know if he's been. I don't think he's been brought on charges yet. So yeah, apparently he was a t- attempting to take the officer's taser from him. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah. so they shot him. It's like again, this was he was. Uh, yeah, I do recall the case. He was drunk in like the Wendy's drive-through. They woke him up. He moved. He parked his car in their you know in their parking lot and yeah. went to sleep. But that wasn't good enough. So he was going to walk across the street to go to his sister's house. But they that wasn't good enough for them either. And so, and that's when the altercation occurred. I guess the cop tried to tase him. He tried to take the taser from the cops, and then they shot him yeah. for for reaching for their weapon. My my question to anybody listening and to you, Stefan, in these one, two, three, four, in these four, I'm sorry, five, in these five instances alone in 2020, we protested peacefully. There have been riots. There has been firing of some officers there have been charges for some when is enough going to be enough when we as black people finally just snap and burn this motherfucker to the ground well I mean the the thing about it is is that the idea of the American dream and what that's supposed to represent black people as a whole believe in the dream and they want the dream to be real. That's why you don't see just mass black people just burning everything and just killing, killing all the whiteies. Mm-hmm. Because the, the idea of the American dream and what they're supposed to represent, black people as a whole believe in the dream. And they want it. They've been fighting. They haven't been fighting for control. They've been fighting for equality. So that's the thing that's been going on for a very long time. Just the fight for equality. The fight to be treated as people. Be treated equal to you know, the ruling class. Mm-hmm. So I don't see a situation where they're just going to burn it all to the ground because of the fact that you do believe in what it's supposed to represent. Okay. But you, as you can see, people are fed up with the situations that keep occurring because that's why protests are still ongoing. That's why riots continue to happen. 
because people are fed up. Right, but it does but the protesting is just one part of it. I don't say one part of it, but that's just it's not like the protest is not doing enough. And I'm not and not and not saying that the protesters in a sense should but it's, it's, I like I feel like something. Well, we know that protests don't do everything. Yeah, there was plenty of protests. There was marches on Washington. Mm-hmm. There, there were a lot of peaceful protests during the civil rights movement. They took a step in the right direction, but it wasn't completely over the hump. And it's going to be the same thing here. What you want to see is that there is change that happens because of these actions. You know, for every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. So basically what you want to see is that people are taking notice that you're fed up and they put things in place to fix the issue. And hopefully within the next few years, we'll see these things take effect. Which has led to uh, NBA boycotting some games due to the Jacob Blake shooting. And that's that's just also one part. That's one one small part of it. I didn't expect them to, right? Uh, you know, to boycott. take that you know that deep of a stance. Yeah, to, you know, to take to uh, boycott any games at all. Because of course, when the co- when the coronavirus hit and a lot of te- players were testing positive, they shut everything down. Right. So and then they they worked really hard to get the NBA season back going again. But it, it goes to show you that the athletes. They they feel some kind of way about it, and they're not they're not they're not looking to play just to play, but they want to make an impact as well. Right. So I was you know I was impressed by that, and, I, and hopefully that puts you know bring some awareness and let and let America know that just because you get millions of dollars doesn't mean that you are not removed from you know feeling the, the hurt of your people. Right. And of course, and during was it this week they had the so the last two weeks they had the. The DNC and RNC uh, conventions here for the president presidential candidates. Yeah, special shit there. The DNC convention was unconventional in the sense of how they did it. They wanted to show that the Democratic Party is being more progressive and is bringing in new blood. So they had a lot of the new blood speaking. Mm-hmm. The RNC, on the other hand, was complete batshit insanity. First and foremost, half of the speakers all had the last name Trump. If that yeah. doesn't speak volumes about the current administration, nothing else does. Because what it was his daughter that spoke? His daughter, his, his sons, his wife, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, his entire family. So half of the speakers had the last name Trump. That should speak volumes to <laughs> how problematic the current administration is. Yeah, because he does he's not very he hasn't rubbed uh he he's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way in his own party. Oh yeah, I mean, granted, the Republican Party, this is the amalgamation of what the Republican Party was supposed to be, because Trump is Trump, but he's been enabled by the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. So when you watch the convention, first and foremost, and seeing all of these people spew all of these lies, and especially how they try to frame it like he did such an amazing job with coronavirus. When I mean, there's I mean, almost two hundred thousand people dead, <laughs> such I an mean, amazing I mean, job. Yeah, two, two, almost two hundred thousand dead. Such an amazing job. And how many people have been affected around the world? Like a million. So yeah, in America, I think we've had uh, five, is it five million? I, I, I'll, I'll get the exact numbers. But yeah, we've had. Uh, I mean, he he has a handle coronavirus well because from what I, from what I've seen and read, 
they knew about this, well, I think it's late as November, early December. Well, that's when there were signs of, they didn't really know about it, but they, they did have official reports since January of this year. Okay. And they just never acted on it. Right. And, you know, one thing the Obama administration did is that when they got wind of something that could possibly happen like this, you know, for, before it spread, they, you know, they acted on it. So there wouldn't be a pandemic. Yeah, they had a pandemic response team, a pandemic playbook. These are things that people know that Trump just completely dismantled because a lot of it was Obama did it. Fuck that stuff. Because if the black man did it, fuck that stuff. But yeah, but having watched a few speeches for the RNC that I watched, it was really fucking odd. I didn't watch. I'll be honest. I didn't watch any. I didn't watch nobody's speech from either party. I'm probably going to vote Democrat just because the fact I don't want Trump in, in, you know, for another four years. And my stance on this is that when he first ran in 2016 against uh, Hillary Clinton, I looked at my look. My, I saw who both options, who, who, who both options were, who, whoever the options are, were at that time. I was I, I looked at like, OK, Hillary has experience being a political Oh, what's the word? Uh, She's a politician. Politician. She has she has experience being a politician, whereas Trump doesn't have any experience holding a political, being a politician holding. Yeah. About, I mean, uh, he doesn't have much experience being a businessman with all of the failed businesses that he has. Exactly. So I'm like, I just don't see what his appeal was. And I, I will say that I was wrong about Trump because I said, you know, because he's done before run for presidency just so he can get some free yeah. free publicity. I was like, you know what? The Republicans would never give that man a nomination. Then he got the nomination. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just shut my mouth from now on. Because <laughs> I, I just assumed that the Republicans, even if as shitty as they had been getting up to that point, had at least a few more morals mm-hmm. than, it, than to give the nomination to him. But then once he got the nomination, they became the president, and they just completely shifted to backing this crazy fucker. <laughs> So that they could continue to gain more and more wealth and more and more power as, yeah, you know what? At no point in time can you call yourselves the moral party and watching the RNC, some of the speeches that I watch prove that. Cause again, they were batshit insane. They were full of lies and, and they were so weird. Like they had a, a few minority speakers because. They the Republicans them. have an are, have an image of not being for minorities because the idea of being a minority is or being a person is that you're going to vote for the party that have your best interest. And if that party doesn't have your best interest, you don't vote for them. So they had a few uh, minority speakers and they were talking about, you know, America's not racist. But then give examples of the racism that they that they experience in America. Wait a minute, but if America's not racist, how do you have these examples of racism? Uh, Makes my head hurt. Uh, yeah, it was making my head hurt too. You saw you saw, you saw the speech where Herschel Walker was talking, right? The football, yeah. football player. Yeah, and he's like, uh, he's like Trump has been my best friend for the past thirty seven years. He can't be racist. Cause we're friends. And it's like, <laughs> the, I got a black friend card. Yeah. So it, again, like, like I man, said, somebody made a, made, a, made a good point. They said that Herschel Walker, he took too many hits to the head. They said he wore, he, he wore the CTE, soft, goddamn. He wore the soft leather helmets when he played. 
CTE got and that's all day. And the Trump took advantage of him. And I, and I do believe that Trump is paying some black people to talk. He got to be. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But no, you know what? There are, you know, regardless of what your, the amount of melanin that you have in your skin is, people have different ideologies. This and is true. You know, we, we just because we black doesn't mean that we all have to sit together. We, we're we're not a monolith. Was that? We are not a monolith. Right. You know, we are not just one structure. Right. You know, we, 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 black people, we're going to agree, disagree on certain things. But I do not see where he has, as he put himself, he's done the most for any black people. You know, he's done the most for any black person, any you know, any president, any president since yeah. uh, Abraham Lincoln. Even though you know Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act into law, but whatever, you know what? I, I, I just want black people to do two things. I want y'all niggas to stop saying that uh, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Do your research. He didn't sign. He didn't free the slaves for convenience. And I mean, but granted, the emancipation the Emancipation Proclamation was did set the groundwork for freeing it, the slaves. It did, but I need y'all niggas to, to read up on it and stop saying that he that Abraham Lincoln he freed the slaves the best president ever. No, read about that. Yeah, I mean, granted, he he did he did not like slavery, but he did not like blacks. <laughs> so message. What, what's the number thing? We said that's science. We need a. Message. That's history. Yeah, that's history. There we go. Uh, and then stop saying that Bill Clinton was our first black president because he he, he he most certainly was not. He because he played the saxophone and he smoked some goddamn weed. Got some head in the Oval Office. Bill Clinton is the goddamn reason why a lot of y'all aunts and uncles and cousins and such and so forth got locked up for little 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 yeah, little his, his, uh, his uh, 90s crime bill. Yeah, did that. It was based off of the Reagan and the Nixon's war on crime, mm-hmm. which. Intentionally targeted black people. Exactly. So, and and I and the one thing I will say is one thing I will give credit to Hillary and Kamala Harris is that they were both part of that plan, or not part of that plan, but part of they they were pushing that bill. I think even Biden pushed that bill. Yes, too. but yeah, it, it was Biden's framework, right? So they are trying to correct their mistakes because prison reform needs to happen. So. You know, a lot of people don't like Kamala Harris. A lot of people feel a certain way about Joe Biden. But I feel like they are trying to correct a lot of the mistakes they made back in the 90s because they see the error their way. So as much as people, you know, may not like them, I mean, they, we, we, we got to give them a chance to do something right. I mean, the thing about Biden is, is that the reason that Biden is the, the front runner and, you know, the presidential nomination is because he's the moderate Democrat mm-hmm. that Republicans can get behind. And that's what they want. They want to be able to at least get Republicans behind them because they know Democrats aren't voting for Trump. Any sane person shouldn't vote for Trump. I emphasize this again. Any sane person shouldn't vote for Trump. Insane, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Put a box here. Sane person, flashing neon lights. Shouldn't vote for Trump, but Biden is the person who is more moderate that Republicans could get behind. Because honestly, a lot of Biden's ideas would be the Republican ideas in most other countries. It's just that we have a weird idea with the left and what socialism is. So, like I said, after watching the, the, the DNC and the RNC conventions, the DNCs was fine, even if it was just a little weird and unconventional with the way they, you know, the Zoom type meetings that they did. Right. But the RNC completely bat shit insane. Yeah, the last part of, of it was uh, you won't be safe in Biden's America. 
even though they show images of Trump's America. <laughs> So they like, oh so so the substance on fire that's happening right now but that's going to happen in Biden's America too. So it was fucked either, either way. It, it it would be worse in Biden's America and oh yeah as far as the coronavirus cases go there are almost six million infected in Jesus the United Christ. States. If y'all don't Man, fuck this mask on, <laughs> Y'all niggas don't put y'all mask on, wash your hands. Hey, 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 you know, now, granted, now you got to think about it. You know, the law, the law averages in the law are large numbers. It may be six million, but there's you know three hundred and fifty million Americans. So it's not a lot. I remember, you remember, that, remember that movie Head of State with Bernie Mac and uh, Chris Rock? Yeah. Remember that scene when Bernie Mac got the trance and started slapping people? <laughs> That's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm somebody with that mask on. Just huh. Uh, and you get a and another the one thing I want to add on uh, before we close out I think one of the best things to come out during this time of Trump being president is Trevor Noah and his coverage of President Trump uh, the Daily Show the Daily Show yes and the reason why I say that because when he I think he got he was the new host of the Daily Show I think maybe like a a year or two before maybe before Trump got elected as yeah. president, but he, but since like day one, he's been on his ass. He his his point his point of views have been, he, he, you know, he hit him on the head. His his imitation of Trump has been funny as hell, and I just really think that that's probably like unnoticed. You know, it goes unnoticed that his office of his uh, commentary performance and his coverage of, of the of the president over the last few years, right. And if you if you follow Trevor Noah, he's he's very funny. I think he's done a great job with hosting the Daily Show, you know, being the, the new the replacement for Jon Stewart. I'm in complete agreement there. So, and you know, I just I just, I look forward to see what he has to say about any any and everything Trump related. Thank you, Trevor Noah. All right. Well, I think that was all of the topics that we were supposed to discuss today. So, in closing, uh, rest in rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. And hopefully Jacob Blake has a speedy recovery. I don't. don't, You you, by him being by him surviving this attack, do you think that the outcome is going to be different? You think they will press charges on on that officer? Or I mean, they'll continue to review it, and it'll be dragged out as long as it can be. But the fact of the matter is, everything about that entire situation was just bad policing. Mm So there needs to be some consequence for the bad policing. So I get you know I think twenty twenty one is going to bring in even even in addition there's going to be a lot of you know defund the police, better train the police. It should be as loud as possible because something has to change with the way these police handle certain all these situations. Right. Say her name, Breonna Taylor. Justice for Ahmaud Arbery. Justice for George Floyd. And justice for Rayshard Brooks. So, I'll continue to you know to post any and everything related to those those stories on my Instagram. I don't I don't have a, a large following, and I'm not doing this to gain 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 a large following. But all these stories that's happened, I look at it as if it could be me, it could be Stefan, it could be somebody I know, and that terrifies me. So. I'm bringing, I'm bringing as much awareness as I can, and hopefully nobody I know and I care about 
no, my loved ones won't have to go through any of this because I, I feel for those people and you know in these tragic situations. So be safe out there. You protesting? Be safe. I think that's it. And if you're riding, give me a TV. <laughs> we need some new mics. These mics are perfectly fine. We don't need new mics. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one of you. I know some new mics. So that's the show. And as always, check us out on YouTube, Google Music Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. And don't forget to check out our our latest episode of I Hate the Internet. And also go back to our episode where we interviewed Mark by Nature. It's a good one. That's the show. Peace out. Peace.